0: Welcome back to the Business Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of business, unveiling a new hand-picked bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode... We'll be discussing the importance of shifting our focus from me to we in the workplace. Charlene Norman's article, Flip Your Me to We, Put Your Emphasis in the Right Place, highlights the benefits of collaboration and teamwork in achieving success in business. We'll explore how this shift in mindset can lead to increased productivity, better relationships with colleagues, and a more positive work environment. So whether you're a manager looking to improve team dynamics or an employee seeking to enhance your own performance – This episode is for you. Let's dive in.
1: Flip Your Me to We by Charlene Norman How often do you get calls or requests to try out some kind of personality test that will help you really understand yourself and then have phenomenal success? I bet you answer frequently. And just how many times you've ever taken those tests? Probably lots, as long as they were free. Now, I'm not talking about the garbage on Facebook, I'm talking about Myers-Briggs, the disk, the 16PH, the hexaco, the colors, yeah the colors, the revised neo-isync, and even the introvert-extrovert argument, blah blah blah. The reason I'm chatting about this subject. This past week, I have had three requests about this stuff. The first was from a friend to join her Colby group so that I could understand my relationship with money. So I trained as a CPA and pretty well my entire life has been about showing and delivering for others on how to make a ton of money in their own businesses. So I think it's fair to say I understand my relationship with money. The second was from a fellow that I did not know who wanted to do an interview for his book. It was all about success and introverts, and he wanted to discuss my personal intersection of success and introversion. Really? I had to study that phrase to try and understand what the hell he wanted me to talk about. I so hate the jargon of today. And then I got an email from somebody in Asia wanting to sell me the Myers-Briggs certification for the cheapest price in the world so that I could understand myself better. Alrighty then. Listen... I believe all these personality tests can be extremely illuminating. And the funny thing is they show the same inherent traits when you are 20, 30, 40, 50, and even 90 years old. Why is that? We humans don't change our basic personality. And and there are some terrific benefits of these tests. They can force you to look at some of the darker sides of your personality And help you understand why others have issues with certain things you say or do. They can fill in some of the blanks or the holes and help you understand why you might be the way you are. And they're absolutely terrific at putting you into a category of fellow kindred spirits. I mean, we humans, we love to take shortcuts. And labels are the easiest shortcuts to take, right? Well, let me share with you some of my labels. I was born a Leo. I'm naturally an introvert, although I've learned how to be an extrovert, so I guess that means I'm an ambivert. In Myers-Briggs, I am an INTJ, intuitive, introverted, thinking, judgmental. Apparently 10% of the population fits in this category. My Colby assessment says I'm exceptionally quick at getting an idea off the ground and anything mundane and routine keeps me very ill. And apparently with the fascination test, I'm the victor respected, always improving, and an admired achiever. So why am I sharing all this? One reason only. Is there anything there that sounds like it would make me more successful? Absolutely not. These are just labels. about me? I used to think knowing all this stuff was really important, but as I got wiser, I met and watched the other Leos, the other INTJs, and the other folks with very similar assessments in Colby and Fascinate. You know what I saw? A bunch of people categorized with similar but very different attitudes and values from me. Within each label or category, each person was indeed on a very different life path. And the level of success each person had in the same category was completely different from mine. Some had very little leadership success, others had a bit. Others had more. And their success was not dependent on their labels or their categories. Now listen, you and I know that there are many reasons for success. And we've heard the one about opportunity meets preparation. We've heard the one, it's who you know is better than what you know. And I bet you can probably cite a bunch of people you know who had lucky breaks. Families, friends, strangers who gave them opportunities. Or someone who had a few extra degrees or married into the right circumstances. Yeah, so can I. But there is one indisputable guaranteed success factor that has been around for centuries. It doesn't get a lot of airplay. It's not taught in school. It can be termed very old-fashioned, vintage if you like. It takes a long time to get traction. But when that traction takes hold, it is with you for a very long time and it pays dividends into perpetuity it sounds almost too good to be true doesn't it I know I've been using it for 40 years it's called flip me upside down say what okay how about turn me into we and yeah I'm really serious The absolutely awesome and exceptional leaders rarely think about themselves, their personalities, or their issues. The absolutely awesome and exceptional leaders think about the we in their lives. Other people, their teams, first. Honestly, we humans can't do much on our own. For most of us, our lives are boring with some very high and very low moments. And we rely on others, our family and friends, to help us navigate those moments. I've never met a person who looked inward or had a huge me, me, me complex, have real, lasting, sustainable success. But I have met people and I've helped people who have an outward focus or a bigger global focus be very successful. And I'm talking normal people with normal problems. Alcoholics, drug addicts, divorcees, little formal education, not born into money across all industries. They all got what they wanted by either focusing on we or allowing me to change their focus to we. I recently received a comprehensive report which revealed how world-class leaders set themselves apart. And according to... Harvard University, the number one skill employees look to their leaders to do well is team building. Yet only 20% of all employees feel they experience it. So that means 80% of all people working today are not happy with the way they're being treated. If you have one or two of those people on your team, or you're even interested in eliminating those people from your team. The best way to treat all people is to turn your me into we. And if you're asking me how, let me give you two ideas I have used all the time. The first, quit obsessing about your corporate goals and how you will or will not make them. Instead, Obsess on helping your people reach their goals within the context of what you want. See, here's the thing. If you demonstrate that you're helping them to reach 50% of their personal goals, they will give you at a minimum 125% of your corporate goals. And the second thing I'll share is share equally in both the good and the bad times. See, I've never met anyone who held out for more money in the good years. And I've never met anyone who groused about how they were treated when the times were rough. Because bonus plans based on results achieved, not rank, not seniority, work out exceptionally well, especially with short term or monthly, medium term, annual, and longer term two to three years are thrown in the mix. I put the bonuses in for everyone. And the same goes for when the results are less than stellar and there's no extra money to pay out, and you're even faced with cutting or laying off staff. Just make sure that whatever decisions are made impact you as well as them. The first time I announced that I too would take unpaid weeks with my people was an eye-opener for everyone. Please believe me when your team realizes you see them as in it with you and there is no special favors for senior management. The bonds of loyalty and trust will never be broken and collectively you will get huge cooperation to move as close to your objectives as possible. There are some amazing pieces of team technology available now to help you flip me into we. They're very effective. They're not rock bottom cheap, but they are effective. Listen, flipping your me to we is the one guaranteed way I know to bring you mountains of success. And you know, just like I do, anything is possible. There are just two things you need, focus and commitment. I believe in you. And I know you can make the impact you want.
0: Blogcast. If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts. The Psychology Digest, The Technology Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, and Daily Business News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.